This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Just go to AdamandEve.com and type in Glory. That's G-L-O-R-Y at checkout, and you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. Here's a sloppy glory hole from Mormonism's left testicle, St. George, Utah. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Hi, Calvin Tudor. It's Bay, and as usual, I love the show. I just recently listened to the entire show, including the Tree, which I usually listen to the show, to your shows in their entirety. But this time, I was really listening, listening, listening to the Skeptic Tree. And you guys, I realized that you include dolphins, and I, dolphins are a thing. They're legit. So I don't understand. Uh, otherwise, love you guys. Even with the dolphins, I love you guys. I'm just puzzled. Okay. Uh, glory hole. Hey, Tom and Cecil. This is Brendan from New Braunfels, Texas. Hey, I just listened to episode 432, and I had the funniest mental image of Tom going to Glory Hole Studios, hanging out with Cecil for like two to three hours, pretty much every week, maybe a couple times a week, maybe a few times a week, basically all the way dating back to the Everyone's a Critic days, and then driving home and seeing his two neighbors hanging out in the garage and being like, those two guys are gay. Anyways, I love the show. Keep it up. that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. My microphone is like spinning away from me while I do that, like chasing it. This is cognitive dissonance. Even it knows it's going to be bad. I know, right? It's like, cut, you fucking calm down. It's Maybe don't enough. yell into me yeah, all the time. Just, I just like, want to go. It's fine. It's like it read the news. And now it's, now it's going the other way as I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your fucking mic is spinning around. Uh, get an exorcist in here. Jesus Christ. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode Maybe we blast does. anyone who gets in our way. <laughs> I didn't mean your mom. Your mom's nice, man. No, she's not. She's dead. Well, okay. She was nice. I'm just saying if there's a hell... Statistically, uh, while yeah, she's likely yeah, to be there. Statistically. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. Pineapple upside down cake for everyone. <laughs> uh. Every episode we blast, anybody who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is. No welcome at this is episode 433 of Cognitive Distance. Thanks for relabeling the notes. You bet. Well, yeah. there was two episodes and you you probably 
you probably only looked at the at 431. The last, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the restaurant the other night yeah. and um, I came in and they handed me the menu and I looked at it like, I can't read this. Right. <laughs> and the guy looks at me, he's like, we have readers. Oh. And I said, what? And so he came back with reading glasses for me to look at the <gasps> menu with. That's they had amazing. loner readers at the, That's amazing. It's it's I'll tell you, dining at IHOP is worth it. <laughs> you wouldn't think the lighting at 5 p.m. would be so bad. I mean, like it's not. Really- I'm just nearly <laughs> blind because I'm really old. Like, but I love the senior specials. To get the Rudy Tooty fresh and fruity. Uh, like, what are you checking on the menu? Like what does this come with? Uh, fresh or fruity? Does it come with Rudy? <laughs> Send them out. I want to look them over first. <laughs> we, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. Let's uh, let's talk about the news this week, which was equally fucked up. Mm. And you know, it's funny because this week I did the show notes early. I had some extra time. Yeah. I did them. I think I did them Monday. And I had the show notes up and like we record on Thursday and there was a moment where I was doing the notes and I'm like, none of this is going to like, it's Trump world now. It's yeah. three days in three advance. Three days and it's over. Yep. Like, uh, what am I even doing this yeah. for? Three days and it's over. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And I was right. Yeah. So let's do a religion story yeah, instead. Because which, this doesn't will last. Right. Yeah. Here. Yeah, this one will last the chance of time. <laughs> this is fucked up. This is from the Patheos blogs, uh, the progressive secular humanist blog. Christian Zealot beheads girlfriend because she refused to repent. Mm. There's a teller twice joke I'm not going to make right now. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, so um I wonder if he's actually talking for her though. Like he just <laughs> uses her head as a puppet at a certain point, you know. This this probably began with an argument. So the woman who was beheaded was a woman named Vanessa Khan. Um and it, like clearly she did not vociferously enough oppose the notion, right? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> she lost this debate. She's like, I chose Khan beheading. <laughs> well, pro wins. Yeah, pro, yeah. yeah. The motion carries it along with your head right out the door. Um, so this guy uh, just fucking stabbed her to death and then cut her head off. Um, and he said to police that um, he spoke with God. Mm-hmm. And, and God uh, did not remind him of his right to remain silent yeah. when he spoke. <laughs> call a lawyer next time. You know what I mean? Like, call a lawyer. They'll tell you the right thing to do. God is just like, well, I don't know. Just tell him you did it. I, I love, too, like, that this is basically the Abraham story with just a slightly different ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he goes this is like, with it. Right. Abraham's like, no, nah, I'm going balls deep. Right. <laughs> but this is like. This like the Abraham story in the Christian theology is oh, yeah. at it's this like yeah. amazing story yeah, of because, like, yeah, you know, God, faith, right? Yeah, I was God going, I, I loved God so that. much. I was going to yeah. kill my son, which is a fucking yeah. crazy thing to yeah. do or say. But like, this is the same story, except for that nobody stayed his hand. Yeah, right. Right. God is just like, all right, keep going. <laughs> now do it slower. Slower. Tell me what you're doing while you do it. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> I'm into murder. You can read my book. <laughs> Jesus, he's got like a sneaky nanny cam in this guy's house. He's just like watching it. Like even worse though. I want to read part of this article making the episode even more tragic. Investigators report that the couple's three-year-old daughter witnessed the brutal death of the mother. Oh, daddy. Why does mommy's head get away? (laughs) She's like a Lego person. (laughs) Can I have mommy's head? I want to put it in my blanket. 
so oh. remember how I couldn't have that necklace? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what's even worse? The, the kid wakes up like the godfather and the head's in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if mommy had cleaned oh, up her room, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it says the police report after confessing, the uh, police report that after confessing to his crimes, Hernandez told investigators he was not crazy. He stated that cra- a crazy person would not tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> This is like one of those logic puzzles, though, right? right? Like, okay, like always it, tells the truth. First, first you take a not. canoe and then you put a fox <laughs> with her head in it. And then you send it across with a bag of crane. And then it comes back with a straight jacket, I think. I think that's how the puzzle works. You know, like, when I read this, like, part of me wondered, too, if, like, if there were, and there's not, but if there were a God, you think God would be like, don't blame this shit on me. <laughs> Right, right. The benevolent God. Right? God's just like, like no. Wait the fuck on. No, that's on you. Go lay down. <laughs> no. <laughs> like shit. Uh, they like this. This woman's like up and having like standing next to God. God's like, I don't know, man. Like they just yeah. Everything, everything. They win the sports ball game. I did that. I, they lose the sports ball game. That was me. You lose your head. That's me too. You know. <laughs> I'm just up here. Like listening to the golden heart music and indifferent to the suffering of others. Yeah, indifferent to the suffering or joys of the people below right. it. I, uh, I also want to say that at the end of this article, they say that there was a $1 million bail. And I'm thinking, you know, if you're trembling your wife's head when the cops come in, maybe we skip the bail. Maybe we're just like, mm, no bail. I thought about that too. Yeah. It's like, well, we set the bail really high. Maybe you should have set it at infinity dollars. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Is like, there any way he could pay off the national debt with his bail? Like, like yeah. is there a check? Yeah. He should, like, his parents like, well, Billy, maybe he was just, we'll just get a home equity maybe loan. Maybe he was just holding the head. He wouldn't actually cut it off. A hundred, like, you got to pay a hundred thousand dollars of yeah. that million, right? You have to pay 10%. Yeah. That's like fucking Stormy Daniels money. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, so, you know, like, like, dad was like, oh, he's in jail. That is porn star fucking. Yeah. Like I could <laughs> He's like scheduling his appointment. Like, mm-hmm. like, huh, I could. You know, you could probably fuck with a lot of porn stars for a hundred thousand right. dollars. He's, <laughs> he's just he's like counting his money. He's like nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety eight. What did he do? <laughs> Cut off her hair. This is that sounds terrible. I've been saving. I'm right at there. Call me back in an hour. <laughs> you won't uh, need an hour. Remember that jar of coins? Yeah. <laughs> I put her head in it. <laughs> I've been putting my change in this Hinkley and Schmidt bottle it's, for 43 years. It's moving the other heads out of the way to take the change out of the couch. Hello, Nakba. Hello, All right. So this story is from Reuters. A man who stabbed American tourists in Amsterdam names Wilders cites insults to Islam. So some fucking asshole stabbed two American tourists uh, at a central station last week. um, And he named an anti-Islam lawmaker, Geert Oelsers, which I feel like I pronounced perfectly when he was questioned. And he said, and this is the part I, I, this is why I included this. And he said he was motivated by perceived insults to Islam in the Netherlands. So, like, again, for the millionth time, like, whenever, like, you see that tired old argument, like, well, I mean, it's really about a socio-political difficulty. He stabbed 
two dudes in the Netherlands. Yeah. Because he insulted their God. Yeah. That's it. That's the thing. Somebody has holes in them. They didn't need. You know, when I read this story, the first thing I thought was like, maybe that's why you don't punch Nazis. You know, I probably don't agree with anything that Gert Wilders said either. Right. You know, I probably don't agree with anything he has to say. But that doesn't mean I want to stab him. Doesn't mean I should inflict violence on him. Well, but like this thing too, it's like, like this is like a classic weird thing I've never understood about like Islamic terrorism. This, this is an act of terrorism. So this guy is a Dutch anti-Islam lawmaker. I'm mad at him because he insulted my God. So I stabbed two American tourists. Yeah, I know. He just randomly stabs two people. We're just like, I just got to stab somebody. I can't get... There's no to, way I'm going to get to that guy. I can't get to Gene yeah. Wilder or yeah. whatever the fuck I'm mad Gene, at. Like, Gene Wilder. You could get to I Gene Wilder. I stabbed Willy Wonka. I think you could get to Gene yeah, Wilder. right? Just, yeah, as long as you need, you got to shovel in a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any serious Christian law is going to say that one of the primary teachings of Christianity is that you love your neighbor as yourself. Can you love your neighbor as yourself and then at the same time knee him in the face as hard as you can? See, so you know how sometimes we read these stories and it's like, Fuck. Yeah. And you got to walk away. This is one of those. This yeah. is a, I, I almost, you have, I think those moments more than I do. Cause I, you're a better uh, person than I am. Um, this one, like I was reading and I was like, I don't want this anymore in my brain. Yeah. I don't need this here. This is from the Burlington free press. I'm put it all in your brain. This is a story about the St. Joseph orphanage. It was operated in Burlington by the sisters of Providence from 1854 to 1974. Um, up to 200 people at a time, orphans at a time, um, were subject to the horrors of this fucking yeah, place. Yeah. And the, the story opens up with, with somebody being like, yeah, and then I saw these, these sisters throw a four-year-old out a window. Yeah, a boy out of a four-floor window. Yeah. I don't know how old he the was. kid fell and bounced. Yeah, he bounced. Um, yeah. And she describes it, you know, and then, of course, he fucking was dead. And then it really just outlines a litany of horrors and abuses and yeah. murder let, let and me read, torture let me and read neglect. It. I'm going to read the, the uh, piece from the article where they talk about the abuses. People who grew up in orphanages say that they were made to kneel or stand for hours, sometimes their arms with their arms straight out, sometimes holding their boots or some other item. They were forced to eat their own vomit. They were dangled upside down out of windows, over wells, or in laundry chutes, children were locked in cabinets, in closets, in attics, sometimes for days or so long that they were forgotten. Uh, they were told relatives didn't want them or that they were permanently separated from their siblings. Um, they were sexually abused and they were mutilated. And, but other than and that, murdered and yeah. murdered. Yeah. And like, you know, we, we, I, recently there was another story that came up where, um, a church decided they were they were getting out of the orphan business. And they did they declared that they were getting out of the orphan business because they did not want to place orphan children with same-sex families. So they're just like, you know what we're not? We're just not gonna we're do not, it. We're just not gonna do you, it. You these fucking people can't be trusted ever. Yeah. Like the Catholic Church has proven time and time and time again, in like every location that it has set up shop around the yeah. globe, it has proven that it is an organization that seems to attract sadists. It's amazing how many of them there are, right? That's not just sadists. It's sadists that 
that either rape or that they murder. You know, I got a joke for you. All right. Oh, this is going to be good. This because I like the setup so far. Uh, a rapist, a murderer, a priest, and a nun all walk into a bar, and there was only two people. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, uh-huh. this is this is a horrible thing. We're, we're talking about somebody who's, you know, throws somebody out of a window. And you were talking, we were talking before about like, like, you know, who gets into the, the Catholic church and does this stuff? And, you know, there's people that, that I think knew for a long time yeah. that they would be able to be protected by this organization. Yeah. Some of these people might have been injured themselves as children by the Catholic Church, knowing that the Catholic Church would never do anything to those people. Yeah. And then just revisited that punishment onto the next generation. I, I would I would guarantee that some of those people had been a, abused by the Catholic Church already. Very probably. And then cyclical. just jumped right back into there and yeah. did it themselves. You know, like this story tells, the, the, the woman who's telling the story as an adult, she's, she's relaying, she saw this kid get chucked out the window when she was a kid. And the nun and the, grabs, the nuns, yeah. We're like, you didn't see shit. You didn't shit. see anything. Grabbed her by the right. ear and said, oh, your, your imagination is right. getting the best. So it's not like, you know, like in any normal fucking yeah. person yeah. sees a child thrown out of a window. And the only thing that they do is run to the kid at the, on the ground and try to help. Yeah. Like there's nobody in the world you would protect. Like nobody in the world that you love enough that you would protect to watch them murder somebody. Yeah. To watch them murder a little kid. I couldn't imagine it. Right? Couldn't imagine it. There's nobody. So what the fuck? Like yeah. why are like like but these the church like sets up these crazy fucking systems of like thin blue line like protectionism yeah. around their people. And like it perpetuates time and time again this violence. And I saw recently this week that like the New York Attorney General is going to investigate the Catholic Church for its crimes and its cover-ups. And I, I I really do think like we are at a time when there's, there's no benefit of the doubt left. You cannot give the church or anybody associated with the church, the benefit of the doubt. If, if we are in a world now where we are going to say, we believe the victims, then we believe the victims were abused by their accusers yeah, or, or you know, by the, by, by the, the people they are accused, accusing, accusing. forgive me yeah. for misspeaking. I but like, yeah. But like, the Catholic Church has a history, like a storied history over decades, if not centuries, seriously in place after place after place after place after place. The the orphanages and the single mother homes in Ireland with the mass graves, this fucking thing in Burlington, the thing in Pennsylvania, the thing in Boston that happened. Like, it's just like the thing in Chile that happened. That's just what comes to my mind off the top of my head. Like at some point. And, it, and that's only the stuff that's out. Right. Like right now, I saw today, there was a, there was a story about the um, the New York uh, district attorney starting to bring charges or subpoenaing stuff from the diocese in New York. This, and I think it's yeah. going to be dominoes that are going to start falling really quickly here. Right. The Catholic Church, there's not going to be a lot of places to hide because there's going to be so many people. There's going to be, you just can't, you can't hold back the ocean. No matter what you do, you right. cannot hold it back. There's right. going to be enough people who are going to push this over the edge. Are we there? I think, I mean, I want to be there. I think we could be in the next couple of years. I think in the next couple of years. I want to see these fucking people in prison. I don't know if you'll see You don't think we'll ever see these priests or these bishops? Like at what point? You may see dribs and drabs, a couple of them, but I think that a lot of them, the the statute of limitations has run out for a lot of these people for some of the stuff that they've done. Now, murder, no. But again, that happened in 74. How old is that nut? Yeah. You know, that nun's probably dead. The nun is probably dead. But like the people who saw it, everybody was complicit in it, you know? 
It's like you don't have to pull well, the that, trigger. That other people are the kids. I mean, everybody else that's there is 30 plus dead. years old. You yeah. know, that's 45 years ago. Right. You know, the, that's a 75 to 85 year old person, maybe even older. That Those people are now, they're all dead. If they're not dead, they're never going to go to prison because they're on the fucking, they're on the, the cart that keeps you alive still. <laughs> like they're not going to prison. Yeah, it's it's like, I, I am I'm at a place where I wonder if like, we don't need to pass a different set of laws that specifically addresses, specifically addresses and wipes out with no statute of limitations, the abuses done by yeah. religious figures. Yeah. Because we see it in every religion. The Jehovah's Witness have a scandal right now. The Catholics have a scandal. Mormons recently, the Mormons have yeah. a scandal. Yeah. They're all abusing their power to hurt children, to hurt women, and to sweep hurt it their flock. And sweep it under right. the rug. Maybe they don't, maybe not only do they not get the benefit of the doubt, maybe they get extra scrutiny because I, they have a history. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And I remember when we had Sean, this was one of the first guests, I think the first guest we ever had on the show was Sean yeah. Faircloth. In the book he wrote, um, Attack of the Theocrats was just, it, 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 it outlines all these abuses, but then it also outlines the, the way in which we just pass our hand over, right? We protect and say, it and say, you know what, just cause you're a religious institution, you don't have to go through all these other, you know, rigorous training things that a private institution would do right. to take care of children. So these nuns and these priests, they don't have any experience with this stuff. They literally read a book real hard. Yeah. They read a book. You know, I mean, I'm sure they read other stuff, but you know, a divinity right. degree, you know, a Catholic going, it's not like they're getting tons and tons of training on how to deal with somebody like, like a psychiatrist would, yeah, or like somebody not, who's right. a social worker or somebody who's even just somebody who can cook the fucking lunches for the kids. Yeah. You know, none of that shit. You're not trained on any of it. Instead, you're just a person who believes real hard in the same thing yeah. I believe. Yeah. They're totally unqualified. Absolutely. In every way to do this work. And yeah. like, not only are they like, unqualified to do it well, but they have a history of not just not doing the work well, but then also just abusing their power, abusing it over and in over these horrible ways. Yep. Why are we still giving them kids? Yeah. There should be no fucking Catholic orphanages. There yeah. should be none. There should be no Sunday school. There should be none of that. You should, there should be laws passed that like, yeah. sorry guys, you can't be in a room without a secular fucking lay person. If you're in the room with a kid, you can't yeah. your whole organization has blown away all the goodwill it could ever have again, period. Yeah, they're going to have to give those guys body cams or something. For fucking real. And then they're selling it on the dark oh, got, web. I was going to say, they're, now selling they the, they're selling the POV version right? on the dark web. All they've got is, Jesus Christ. I made Christ. a sex tape with Sunday school. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. What makes you think she's a witch? Well, she turned me into a newt. A newt. I got better. God, this is great. This is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Liz, uh, eight fingers croaking, blames her surfing injury. Short shooter. <laughs> She's got a snub nose. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, she blames her surfing injury on a spell cast by Hillary Clinton. Seems likely. This story is fucking amazing. All right, so this is Liz. At least... The pain will be temporary. So, so anyways, no one's threatening me, you guys, you know, in this respect. No one cut off my fingers. Did somebody think someone cut off your fingers? I Did think... somebody think that out loud? That you were, like, kidnapped because of Q and someone cut your fingers off? Cecil, this is like one of those moments where somebody kids, kidnaps Liz 
and cuts her fingers off and mails them in and like send us 50 grand. You're like, you can keep Liz. That's fine. Um, Unfortunately, it was just a freak accident. I mean, if there's anything that that happened to me that's related is that I still can't believe she lost her. Did, does she tell you so in a in a surfing in accident, a surfing accident? Like evidently, she had her hands like there's a cord surfing, like there's like a like a, re, a cord or something, and the wave grabbed the surfboard. Oh no! And it, and it, it like, cut her fingers cut off? her fingers off. Yeah. Wow, it's that powerful, mm-hmm. huh? I guess so. That can happen. Yeah, maybe she just had really weak fingers. Maybe she did. Maybe she had boneless fingers like yeah. her spine. Boneless fingers. She's like, those sound delicious. <laughs> <laughs> let's spirit cook some of those up. Is she from let's Buffalo? Eat some, let's eat some boneless <laughs> Buffalo fingers. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Don't you kind of want, does a little part of you wonder if like the next surfer, like a hundred yards away is just like paddling and like looks over and there's a couple of fingers bobbing in the way like, huh, <laughs> I'm going to save these. <laughs> Some it's just like now nah, the grouper can have them. Somebody's got like a that. lucky Liz yeah. foot or something on their. That has got to hurt though, genuinely. Oh my fucking, god! Just yeah. rips your just fingers right off of you. <laughs> you're like a you're like a soft shell crab. At that, point. <laughs> that these people that I expose engage in witchcraft. You know the people like Marina Abramovic. Witchcraft. witchcraft. Can you point? To the craft? Which craft? Which one? People like Hillary Clinton and for the deep state articles that are getting ready to like write like a hit piece on me right now. Well, look it up. Look it up. Do research on Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and their trip to to Haiti and how I think it was their honeymoon. What do you mean by research? Do you mean looking it up on Google for a minute, which is how you said you did your research before. I, I I love the story she's about to tell. And she's like, going to give enough details that if you were to type that in and you didn't care where the source came from, yeah, you would certainly find a crazy story, right? But like, I just reread Macbeth. That didn't make Macbeth happen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Like, just because you could, like, I read Frankenstein recently and that did not happen. Things can be written down with words that did not happen. Yeah. There's a whole genre. Oh, uh, that's a thing. Of literature. Right. Dedicated to this. I just love this idea that it's like, well, if you can read it on the internet, then that's doing research. Oh, I'm sorry. That makes you a fucking idiot. Yeah. I am sick of this idea that like research, that that word research has come to mean anything. Oh, I, I know. I know. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Absolutely. That's not re- like yeah. your. That's not what research is. Yeah. Research is a whole fucking process. Yeah, it's a thing that you need to learn how to do. That you vet and that you have like systems of how we come to knowledge. And those things don't change or become less valuable just because you read. I don't care how many thousands of words you read on a subject. You did no research. Yeah, there wasn't an actual research done. That is yeah. not research. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah. You can't just read things and say you did research. You have to know how to research. That is a whole thing. That is a whole system. Mm-hmm. And like, it makes me, cre- people use that all the time. Well, I did a lot of research. No, you didn't. You probably didn't do yeah, any. You probably didn't you do probably, any. Well, would you read two, three articles yeah. about a subject? Yeah. That's not, that's, yeah, that's, 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 not, that's not research. research. Yeah. That's not yeah. fucking research. Yeah. Well, and the problem is, is that, is that, you know, she said this in the past before where she's like, just look it up. And I've done this. Uh, people have sent me I got into a fight with somebody on Twitter once. It wasn't really a fight. It was just more of a discussion where they were trying to say, look, look at the stuff that's in Podesta's home. Look at the stuff that, and it, you know, we're going back and forth, but they were basically saying, look, look at the stuff that John Podesta, or I don't know if it was that Podesta or not. Right. 
has in his home and look at the people who they hang out with. And I was like, yeah, that I recognize that some of that art is really weird. Like I get it. That art is weird and creepy and strange, but I know people who like crazy, creepy, weird, strange art that doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't, right. it doesn't make them awful individuals. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it's not, you know, if you have a weird a uh, humanoid looking child thing that's sleeping <laughs> that you're looking at on like, a, that's like right. a sculpture. That doesn't mean you fuck kids. It doesn't right. mean you trade in children. It just means you have a sculpture. That's the yeah. evidence we have. The evidence we have is that it's a sculpture. That's it. Yeah. It speaks to your aesthetic values. Yeah. Not your sexual values. Right. right? It has nothing to say right. about that. Right. But the thing that they will say is they'll say, look at this research I found. I did research. And there's, there's, I mean, you can find it guys. All you have to do is just search for like, like Podesta and type in anything negative. And the articles that you can find, take a few seconds out of your day to read some of these articles and read what they have, how they make the connections. Yeah. They make all these connections and try to make it seem like there's this big, crazy conspiracy right. going on. Yeah. And, and you just look at it and you're like, yeah, you know, you could take a million pictures of all the stuff that he has in his house, but unless one of them is a tied up kid that he's fucking, I don't care about yeah, what's in his house. I don't care at all about who he hangs out with. There's not even any victims. Yeah. There's like not, that's the thing, right? There's, 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 not, there's, not, there's, there's not one there's, victim. There's not, a, there's not one victim that comes forward. There's not one bit of evidence right. in the time of cell phones and like, like cameras and tiny pinhole cameras you can hide everywhere right. in the time that you can, I mean, you can, Fucking sneak a phone into like a fucking presidential briefing room for you Christ's sake. You can track where people yeah. are at all times. Like there's so many different things that you could you could find that right. would be one shred of evidence for this. But nobody has any evidence about it at all. And it's not just because it can happen. Like, yes, it, it could happen, right? Any of this stuff could happen. Right. Someone could be a pedophile and be a politician in a high sure. level. That Those, could happen. Mutually that could happen. Definition. I'm not saying it right. can't happen. I'm just saying, show me that it happened. Yeah. Like- Show me a once that it happened. Show me a bit of evidence that these people you're accusing of that it happened to any of them. Show me one bit of evidence. But that's the thing. It's like evidence literally does not matter yeah. because like there is there is a total lack of an ability and desire, I think, to differentiate between what's true and what you just yeah. like hearing about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, like, you, what confirms sorry, your bias? Just because yeah. you like hearing something, just because it makes you feel good to think something is true. Yeah has no relationship to the truth of the thing. The truth of the thing is either true or not true. However it makes you feel, has no, they are, they are fucking totally unrelated things. Moon, they admitted to doing voodoo there together. You know, research Marina Abramovic. Like, she talks about the rituals she does. She's an occultist. You know, she... All these people dabble in witchcraft and spirit cooking, so... Why is, is that so a, high sound? Why right is now, that a not, her voice sounds like it's uh, like it's I'm on going so through much oxy right like, now? <laughs> she's got she's all McConaughey out. She is <laughs> like when you hear her, I was just like, what the fuck? Like it sounds like she's talking through a leaf blower or something. <laughs> you know, do, do these people like do witchcraft against me? Like, of course they do. Of course they do. What do you mean? Of course they do witchcraft. They, okay, uh. this requires two things. Yeah. That you have to strain your credulity on. One, that someone is spending their time on Liz Crogan. Like, like a, a politician, somebody who she's talking about. Because right. the people who she talks about, they have no idea she exists, right? So, you know, she's like Alex Jones to Mike, to Rubio. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's, I don't even right. know who you are. 
And so they have no idea who these who these people even are. But the second thing is, is that witchcraft is real uh, and witchcraft works. And, and when you say know. things out loud and go, we're going to booga to booga to somebody's fingers fly off their body. <laughs> a rogue wave showed up. <laughs> yeah, what Poseidon was like, hang on, I'm getting a call. I'm getting a call. Hang yeah. on. It's let's go oh, get in the water. Christ. These people, they never let me down. I want to just take a nap under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. Surprised if they were like casting spells on me the night before. So Yeah, and you can't cast it. Like, here's what you got to understand. You cannot cast it more than a night before because it wears off. It, yeah. it like has an expiration yeah. date. Right. Well, yeah. magic. Like her fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Best if finged by. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I'm sure that the headline tomorrow will be like, oh, conspiracy theorist Liz Crokin says her fingers got chopped off because, you know, Hillary Clinton casted a spell on her. Well, actually, it's Liz Crokin blames her surfing injury on a spell cast by Hillary Clinton. But very close, very close, yeah. very close. Also, yeah. headline is yeah. a little grand yeah. here. <laughs> like, you aren't making the headlines, Yeah, no. Liz. I mean, there is a, there's a, there is a headline at the top of the Right Wing Watch article that maybe 10 people clicked on. Right. <laughs> This is not like, oh, I picked up the New York Times and the cover yeah. of it. No, no. It didn't have a, no. a talkie of you, Liz. Well, these people do engage in witchcraft. They do cast spells on people. I mean, Hillary Clinton went to a witch's coven in New York not too long ago, and on their own Instagram page, they identify as a witch's coven. It's like, not a secret, so... So. She is so high. She's going to be kind of amazing. She's going to be in like a, like a, like a fucking, what do you call it? Uh, one of those Lincoln town cars or whatever. Be like, I like driving. <laughs> I just like to drive. I'm just down go my road. <laughs> you know me. I'm a driver. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and make this YouTube video. Uh, have a glass of wine and three oxys. I mean, Pops of value. There we go. There we go. There we go. You know, I'll tell you what, you Whoa, can take another finger if you hand. give me a refill. Whoa, my <laughs> hand is making trails. I mean, not all the fingers, but some of it is making trails. Used to make more. <laughs> everybody sounds like Bill Clinton when I do it. I mean, she is, everybody I'm, whose voice does that always sounds like Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton, no matter what I say. It's like all Bill Clinton. She is like her claims are as believable as the Lucky Charms. Yeah. Did. You know, oh, it's not got a magic unicorn. Probably fucking headbutted the waves with your fingers. Wow, whatever. I I love my story of a bear, like a rogue barracuda jumping out of the waves and just, <laughs> just snipping it off. Just onk. Do you like to fuck? Well, the guys at Cognitive Dissonance want to help you out. It doesn't matter if you fuck yourself, someone else, or lots of someone else's. Their sponsor, AdamandEve.com, has all kinds of things to make fucking more interesting and more fun. Right now at AdamandEve.com, if you type in Gloria at checkout, you get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. AdamandEve.com, treat your genitals to a good time. This story is also from Right Wing Watch. How God confirmed the legitimacy of QAnon via a prophetic dream. Okay. So here we go. All right. Look at this guy on the right. Guys, oh. you don't even have to play the video. Just go to this story and look at this dude on the right. He looks computer generated, made of fear. <laughs> 
He looks like something from like a bad, like late 80s Wes Craven horror yeah, movie. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly Fine. it. He's answering the door for the master. <laughs> it's got, like a whole he's, thing. He's answering the door and like one of those like crazy death balls flies behind him. <laughs> All right, here we go. So God began, has, has been speaking to me in dreams for about eight years. And I have a long history of God making me lose my locker combination and me showing up to first period very late in my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I just, I got to read what it says in the screen right, right now. All right, let's, let's do it. Welcome to the McFiles. <laughs> then underneath the guy, McFiles. <laughs> hey, McFiles, get in my office. I need your badge and your gun, McFiles. You're gone rogue again, McFiles. You're gone rogue for the last time. Hey, when you go to McFiles, can you get me a double-double McFiles? <laughs> Is that like if you only fuck Irish people, you're a McFile? McFile! <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so perfect. underneath the, the, the bald guy talking right now, it says, Dave, praying medic. <laughs> What's the praying medic? <laughs> I want the like medicine using medic. <laughs> That's like, I know. The praying one is the one you don't want to pull in the ER. Like what yeah. if he was like, like a carpet installer. And it was just like, Dave, the praying, praying carpet installer. Like, why does it, what, who cares what his day job is? Like the praying medic. What? I can't even, uh, the praying medic. Gosh, they're going to make a musical out of that guy. Eventually. You know it. <laughs> All right. So let's hear about his dreams. Cause oh. everybody cares about your fucking dreams. I knew this was going to be great for you. Tom. I had a dream the other I day. Will, oh I had my God. Dream. I had a dream. Oh my God. That I owned oh my God. a pet pig. And the pet pig would like come when you call to it. I just need the I was like, and the pig, no shit, came running me and like sat down. And I was like, oh, I got to teach you some tricks. And it sat down and I was like, sit. And it immediately sat and I was able to pet it and like rub its belly. And it was the most adorable dream I've had in years. (laughs) I had a dream that there was a magic spell where nobody remembered their dreams anymore. And I masturbated to it for an hour. Nobody cares about the things that didn't happen while you were asleep. It must have been a dream because there's no way you masturbated for an hour. (laughs) Did I say seven minutes? (laughs) It must have been a dream. Revealing to me things about the future and dreams. And I've come to rely heavily on the revelation that I received from God in dreams. It's proven to be pretty good. Well, it's either that or think about stuff real hard. (laughs) So you should definitely just... Like, put a lot of credence in what your imagination does while your brain is dying a little. Darn accurate. Fucking as idiot. long as I interpret it correctly. Think about that, too. Like, yeah, it's accurate yeah, as, it's long accurate as, as, as long as post hoc way. As long as I, I can really, look at it. Yeah. Yeah. If I apply the truth to a yeah. series of random events, I can draw spurious connections like, that after the fact appear to have told yeah. me what I already knew happened. So God started speaking to me about Q in dreams. In December, I had a dream where a guy who looked just like James, real person politics, he showed up in this dream and he was asking me questions and he was straightening out my understanding of things from the past. That that was how he started out. We were sitting in a room talking and, and... yeah, I'm bored already. Oh too, my Tom. god, I'm bored too. He's having a dream where he's having a conversation with somebody. Um, oh, I had a dream I'm called bored. my dinner with Andre, oh. and nobody cares. <laughs> my dinner with Andre. <laughs> he was asking me about my perception of the past and of events, and I had all kinds of wrong understandings of what things were like in the past. 
He was. This guy's credulously nodding his head like people care about this. I'm just listening to this. I'm like, you have the wrong understanding about everything happening always. <laughs> yeah. You don't and have to qualify yeah. with in the past. Yeah, you'll continue having it into the future. This motherfucking guy yeah. could get a time machine, move a fucking million years in both directions. He would get everything wrong always. He's <laughs> correcting my wrong understanding. Then we got up and we started walking. And he was asking me questions like, you remember this person and you remember that person? And you recall this event. How are those two people related to this event? And then he went on. Do you remember this person and that person and this event? Who fucking cares? Oh my God. Holy shit. I'm with Tom now. <laughs> okay, how are they related? Why is that relevant? And as he was talking to me, I was like, Dang, he sounds just like you. <laughs> at that point, I was like, I had heard this over and over again. Why is this relevant? Who are these people? How is this connected? Right? So at the end of the dream, this guy turned to me and he said, do you understand that this is primarily about the children? That was the end of the dream. Wow. 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 Oh, that's the problem with just like, Having no system for how you come to know other things are yeah, real. Real, yeah. If you're just like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, it's all relative, yeah. right? Like, that's the all, and that's what, like, we talked about this before. Like, it makes me nuts. It's like that's the ultimate postmodern shit, where yeah. it's like where truth isn't isn't fixed, where it's all relative to an interpretive understanding. Like, that is an ultimately postmodern concept. And these same guys that push back against postmodern. Postmodernism in the in the liberal in, in arts the, in and the, things. In the liberal yeah. arts, yeah. in the intellectual sense where it's rigorous and difficult and they don't get it, yeah. they'll push back against that. Yeah. But like when it comes to using the worst, cheapest, dumbest parts of postmodernism, they're like, that's my that's, system. Yeah. That's how I get to it. It's it's funny because if you look at how they come about understanding whether or not the, you know, where they get all this stuff from Q, where Q gets all that stuff is from the Podesta emails, right? And the Podesta emails, there's nothing in those. Right. We, we talked we about this. We looked at some of those emails. Yeah. There's nothing in them. And the reason why there's nothing in them is because they're banal garbage emails back and forth. And I know that there are people, and I, again, I got into an argument on Twitter about this where someone was like, yeah, but it could happen. Like it could be that someone's using code. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It could be that someone's using code. Prove to me they're using code and not actually talking about a case of hot dogs. Right. Like prove to me that, the, I mean, just because somebody on the internet made it up doesn't mean that the, that they are using that particular code. Prove to me that they use that code. Yeah. Show to me that they somehow use that code other than, well, it's code. So therefore it is. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, but anything could be a code. You could say orange is a code for something. Well, if that's the case, every time you use orange, are you using it in the context but of that code? That's the problem. It's like redefining your terms so that one thing now just means a different thing gives you ultimately ultimate control over the narrative. So whatever yeah. you wanted the narrative yeah. to be is just, just change. You just yeah. you just re you yeah. literally rewrite it yeah. by taking words yeah. and making them into other words. Yeah, you basically you're turning it into a, like it's an Ovaltine decoder ring. Yeah. that you get to write the code for and and constantly change yeah. it or yeah. add to it. Yeah. Like I see, like I listen to this shit, I feel like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. It's like this is not even as interesting as the man cow black helicopter bullshit. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that stuff was like, oh, that's a silly fantasy world. It doesn't really exist. But meh, meh. like this is this is the worst. 
this kind of shit is just the worst because it's like, it's so stupid an unprecocious child could do it. And it's funny because a couple a couple people even sent us messages after we talked about it when we initially talked about it and said, look, those terms that they keep on saying are used as like sexual terms and pedophile terms are not even real. Like that was like made up by trolls to yeah. troll people. Right. That's not like, like it's not FBI's even, yeah, list. it's not, it's not, a, it's not, it's even not a thing that anybody does. Right. It's made up by people that are already trolls. So it's like trolls trolling other trolls. Mm -hmm. And then those people go out and troll the, it's like a, it's like a practical joke that nobody caught yes, at the beginning. Right. Everybody is lying to you. Yeah. When you're stupid. Yeah. Right. That's just true. If you're a stupid person that just goes online and cannot, cannot figure out how to decide what's true or not true. What's real. Everybody yeah. wants to lie to you. Yeah. Cause it's fucking funny. Yeah. That's why they do it. They do it because it's fucking funny. Or nobody yeah. is trying to help you. Or it makes them money. Right. I mean, like in the cases of a lot of these people, they have shows now based on right. this yeah. thing. Right. They have shows that make money based on this thing. So they're going to lie to you for that. Just to keep you there. Right. Donald Trump often appears on Fox, which is ironic because a fox often appears on Donald Trump's head. This story from New York Times. Anonymous op-ed in New York Times causes a stir online and in the White House. So this is in reference to uh, an op-ed. Now, I do want to point out um, that the New York Times very rarely publishes anonymous op-eds. They don't they frown even more heavily on publishing anonymous sources for journalistic material. For editorials, they have done it in the past a handful of times, specifically uh, about an immigrant one time who uh, wrote an article about what their experience as an immigrant yeah, yeah, was like yeah. and the abuses they suffered. They were concerned about um, exposing themselves. Um, they, there was another one I can't recall. Um, these are years and years apart, though. Like, the New York Times does not allow this, typically. Yeah. They did allow this. They said they verified this is a senior White House official that wrote an op-ed in the New York Times basically saying, look, the Trump administration has done some good things, but purely by accident. And for the most part, people in the White House at a senior level are engaged in an active resistance program to stifle the worst, most abusive, impetuous, foolhardy, impulses of our current president. Um, there's a book coming out by Bob Woodward. Yeah. Which sounds very, very similar. Yeah. Which details um, top aides taking papers off his desk so he doesn't read them yeah. and make decisions on those documents. Like they're hiding decisions from him so he can't make the wrong one. And they're hiding information from him because they don't believe he can be trusted to have it. He called, didn't he call someone? He called up like one of the armed services division trying to see if they can maybe like assassinate Assad. He, he is fucking crazy. And they're just like, no, we can't do that. People coming out of General Mattis coming out of a briefing um, and conversations exasperatedly says he has the understanding of a fifth or sixth grader. Like, all of this he stuff. also, but Mathis also rolled, like, allegedly rolled all that back. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, let me see if that's in there. Let me just call the tweets. Oh, out. okay, yeah. All right, so this is worth, this is worth reading out loud. So, um, in the book uh, published by Woodward, um, Woodward claims that General Mattis had some pretty aggressive shit to say, um, saying that the president had an understanding of a fifth or sixth grader. 
Um, Mattis's uh, comment, his is his statement. Quote, the contemptuous words about the president attributed to, me, attributed to me in Woodward's book were never uttered by me or in my presence. While I generally enjoy reading fiction, this is a uniquely Washington brand of literature and his anonymous sources do not lend credibility. While responsible policymaking in the real world is inherently messy, it is also essential that we challenge every assumption to find the best option. I embrace such debate and the open competition of ideas. In just over a year, these robust discussions and deliberations have yielded significant results including the near annihilation of the ISIS caliphate, unprecedented burden sharing by our NATO allies, the repatriation of U.S. service member remains from North Korea, and the improved readiness of our armed forces. Our defense policies have also enjoyed overwhelming bipartisan support in Congress. In serving in this administration, the idea that I would show contempt for the elected commander-in-chief, President Trump, or tolerate disrespect to the office of the president from within our Department of Defense is a product of someone's rich imagination. And there's another one by White House Chief of Staff. John Kelly's statement. The idea I ever called the president an idiot is not true. In fact, it's exactly the opposite. As I stated back in May and still firmly stand behind, quote, I spend more time with the president than anyone else, and we have an incredibly candid and strong relationship. He always knows where I stand, and he and I both know that his story, that this story is total BS. I'm committed to the president, his agenda, and our country. This is another pathetic attempt to smear people close to President Trump and distract from the administration's Many successes. So two people came out and said that the Woodward stuff is not true. Woodward claims he has tapes of the president saying a bunch of stuff. So he says, like, he recorded this shit. He's like, fuck you. I got, I got recordings. Yeah. So I know the president is pushing back a little, but he can't push back too much on himself. I don't know if Woodward got recordings of the other people, but he definitely, like, there's been word that he has recordings of the president. Do you think, think he's going to release them? If he doesn't release them, he doesn't have, you know, then they may as well not exist. Right. Right. Well, you can play them for a... You can play them for a, like a third an independent party. series yeah. of journalists. But, yeah. like, why not play them for the people? I don't know. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think he's waiting for the president to push back on the things that he said about the president. And I don't know that there's been a ton of that. Um, there has been some on his Twitter feed, but not a not a ton of it. But uh, but yeah, Woodward's book's coming out, and so is uh, and then and then this op ed piece comes out that, like you said, basically outlines the same thing: this resistance movement, this resistance right. movement from within the White House. This, this person is saying that we basically are. They're not sabotaging the presidency. They're just sabotaging the worst moments that could, the, 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 the things that could be very right. bad about what happens in this presidency. And I'm curious, where, where do you stand on the person who wrote this? What do you feel about this? How do you feel about somebody who wrote this? Wrote the op-ed? Yeah. If it's true, uh, I think it's great. If it's true, people need to know that, they, that this is a no-confidence moment ahead of the midterm. I think it's I think that's essential to know that like if the person that is in charge is so deeply untrustworthy cuz cuz that's what this boils down to in my mind right it's not that he makes bad decisions it's that we don't trust him yeah if if you know like I disliked almost everything W ever did I I was yeah. appalled sure. by that man but I never thought he shouldn't be making decisions. I just thought his he's, decisions were wrong. He's going to make the wrong. Right. Ones. But when you don't even trust somebody to make a decision because they're so fickle yeah. and emotional and they're so, which is so funny, right? Because like we, 
Like there was all those people like, yeah. you can't have a woman president. Yeah, Hillary in there. Her vagina will yeah. make her so, lack of a penis you know, more visible or like whatever they were saying. The joint. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but like all that nonsense, but like when you, if this is true, if the people closest to him that are like, yeah, we got to serve this president. And they're like, fuck, we got to protect the country from this guy. That's, that's something people need to know. Yeah. I think that they need to know it, but at the same time, I feel like there's part of me that's like, I always presume someone's lying to me, mm -hmm. right? Like I always presume that. Yeah. And this to me feels like somebody in his administration wants to have a job after this is all over. And so they're, they're, they're making it seem like they're the competent one in the room when maybe they were going along with it all along. And, you know, like there was a couple of other opinion pieces that came out after this that, that made me think a little bit. One of them was from Esquire where the guy was just like, fucking quit, man. You fucking coward. Like you're a coward. You're behind the scenes, but you're not, you don't stand up to this guy publicly and let everybody know what kind of an awful person you are. And you're supposed to be a senior administrator. Like think how much weight your, your, your message could carry. But instead you're just like, yeah, I'm going to hide behind all that and say nothing and say what, you know, like write this stuff out. And the, and the other thing I was thinking too is I wonder, it makes sense. And I, I mean, this is conspiracy theorist, I guess, but like part of me wonders if Pence wrote this. And I've read that. I've, I've heard the that. reason why I think I think this, and I don't know that I've read anybody else's analysis on why they think Pence read it. I think I did see someone today said that the language sounds like Lodestar. something Pence yeah. would make. And the other thing that, 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 that Pence would, there's a part of this where they talk about ethics and finding your, in sort of a way, like it, there's a, there's a, a, a throwaway comment in there to God, but mm. it's not to God. It doesn't say God, but it, it makes it seem like he's saying like that there's some a, of us in this office have a grounding in, in morality right. that he doesn't have when they're talking about him right. being immoral. And so there's a, you know, that grounding in morality sort of alludes to religion in some ways. But I wonder, you know, there's part of me that wonders if he can see the writing on the wall. Because we're, we're seeing all these stories about oh, the blue wave. There's going to be supposedly a blue wave that's coming. And there's a possibility that that Trump, you know, maybe gets impeached, especially if the, how the Mueller investigation goes. And, you know, as people flip more and more, there's a possibility that he could get impeached. So if he gets impeached, the guy who takes over for him is going to be Pence. Yeah. And if he can paint himself for the next couple of years as a guy who's not nearly as crazy as a guy whose administration he was thwarting from the inside, he could win a lot of those middle of the road voters by saying, oh, well, we always had so this. At what point would he need to like let come people out know? I think after everything's over, so he would say, okay, you can let people know it was me. I think after all this is after things, because it's the safest way for him to condemn a presidency that he then wants that he wants, yeah, and to take credit and to, that he then wants to take over and say he's going in a different direction. This would be the safest. This would be the safest way to create that distance. To create that distance. But <clears throat> then if there is no distance that needs to be created, he's still safe. He's there. still safe there. Yeah. So it's a, it's a real cover your ass sort of memo that makes that's what makes me I, but i'm always thinking right. like that they're scheming against me so i don't ever like i'm like a fucking paranoid idiot but like, 
Like, I'm not as bad as a QAnon guy, but I think, you know, like, like it's not that I think that there's any merit to that. I'm just saying it. there's a possibility it right. could be. You know, I don't know. I don't know who it is. Yeah. I'm not making any claims to Right. I know you're is. not saying it yeah. is Pence. Yeah. You're just saying, like, that there is... That's, if there, it is Pence, that is a, it a makes logical sense, angle. Right? It makes sense right. that, yeah. that it could right. be if it if it is Pence. Could be witchcraft. It could be Clintonian <laughs> witchcraft. Some people said that they questioned a couple of people on, on the Hill about it, and people have said no. But of course the person's going to say no while Trump is still in power. Right. I think that the, the real play is will, you see what happens after everything, where the chips fall. But uh, supposedly he's been in an absolute rampage over this for the past couple of days. He's calling it treasonous yeah. and he's posting to the, yeah, he's, he's saying it's treasonous. Like he's I know, like, it's, I know yeah. but it's like, it's not fucking treasonous. It's not, it doesn't even know what that word means, but like, it's like it makes me crazy, but like, it's just so, it's just, he's, a, he's a stupid man. Yeah. He's just not a smart person. What, what, what strikes me though is like, with the op-ed, with the Woodward book, and with the Fire and Fury book, they yeah. all have problems, right? They all have problems, but they all have the same threads that run they through They say them. the same stuff. They, it's the same it's story, It's the same man. narrative. Like, we read Fire and Fury. Yeah. You read Fire yeah, and yeah, Fury. Yeah. Like, I read several articles about the upcoming Woodward book that make it sound very, 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 very similar Yeah. in terms of, like, what is actually going on inside the White House. Yeah. And it is like you combine that with the with the fact that our president has unilateral nuclear strike capability authority. He does not have to get authority from Congress. He does not have to get authority from his generals. That is a that is a yeah. well. It's because you have to send uni- that shit right away. That so is a unilateral yeah. power yeah. that the president has. Yeah, and this guy is fucking off his rocker. That is a scary thing. Yeah. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. This story comes from Bloomberg.com. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop pays $145,000 over jade vaginal egg claims. Vaginal egg claims. So uh, if you guys will recall uh, on the Goop website, they said, hey, stick this egg up your twat. Yeah. Now you could, there were three different twat egg options. Mm-hmm. There was a jade egg. The jade there was egg. a rose quartz egg. Yeah. And then there was an inner judge, which I want to talk about. Inner yeah. judge flower essence blend. Who wants to stick anything judgy near their genitals? <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably fuck a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Kavanaugh's not getting fucked. You take, you take like inner judge. It's like, you can, you can insert the egg up there and just hear it's like, it's a little dry up here. You should douche more often. <laughs> yeah. I think you're a little off balance. <laughs> if you know what I mean, <laughs> we're out of eggs. <laughs> Inner judge. Oh, there's just one egg left. There's just one. And you got to overposit it somewhere. <laughs> That'd be like a Judge Judy brand of condoms. Just like inner judge. <laughs> uh, just a frowning, fucking disappointing old lady face on the head of your cock. What? Uh, that's just normal. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the good thing is, is that there, there's 
some sort of action against this company, yeah. right? Like, right. this is a good news. Drop in a bucket. Yeah, it's a drop in the bucket, bucket. admittedly a drop in the bucket, but it's at least good news that there's something being done, right? And they, they've they taken steps recently to, like, not make as many, supposedly not make as many claims and hire a person who's sort of supposed to rein them in a little and right. make their... so. They're, they're stepping in the right direction and not being as wooey and as crazy right. as they used to be. Now they just sell vibrators that hang around your neck for $500 or whatever. It's a sneaky vibrator. It's not a sneaky vibrator. It looks like a, you, have a, you have a gold dick around your neck. <laughs> like it so, literally doesn't look like, a, like it doesn't look like anything but a gold, gold dick. dick. It looks like a gold dick. Why has it got to be yeah. feiny like yeah. that? Like, <laughs> that's weird. not even... And what is it? Why does it squirt? Like what is, <laughs> what is coming out of the end there? Yeah. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I love this. This is from The Guardian. There's a video. We're going to play it. Um, this is uh, Mark Rubio and Alex Jones. Get into it a little bit. Yeah. Let me play the video. Google, does Facebook, does That's why you get elected. Do they need to- okay, so let me describe the scene. There's a gaggle of reporters outside of a Senate congressional hearing on Twitter. They brought in Jack, Dorsey, the, yep. the CEO of Twitter. Um, you can tweet at him, at Jack. Uh, he is the guy who they brought in to question and talk about what they, there was a lot of different things that they were talking about, but one of the main things that they were talking about was other people influencing our elections based on what they find on Twitter right. and, and, you know, sharing fake stories. And also there was something to be said about deplatforming. You know, they're talking about right. who, who should, who should have access to their, um, to their platform as a speaker. Like right. who should we, who should we allow? Uh, Rubio is standing outside of the hearing and uh, he's talking about what he just had to ask the questions he had to ask, et cetera, to a gaggle of reporters. There's got to be five, six different reporters with microphones in At his least, face. Yeah. And Alex Jones just muscles his way up to the front of the thing and just starts asking Rubio really loud questions. He, he bullies him like yeah. a grade school bully. Like this is seriously, this is just like a, like a ninth grader yeah, just yelling mean things at you yeah. while you're trying to like give your science fair. Like you're, you're, yeah. It's, it's your, it's your, you're in front of class for speech. Right. And they allow one heckler. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like you're standing like, um, okay. And the solar system. Yeah. And there's like that bully who's like, the sun's up your ass. <laughs> Tell him about Uranus. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. it's that. Yeah juvenile. Yeah, it's terrible. But I do want to say, like, listen for how many times uh, Alex Jones gets to name the name of his website. Of his failing website? Yeah. 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 And I just called Rubio a snake. I'll play the beginning again one more time. Does Facebook... Does That's why you didn't get elected. Do they need to be regulated? Marco Rubio the snake. Little frat boy here. He's laughing at him like he's like... Dirty, dirty, dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Dirty, 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 dirty. It's just... How fucking juvenile is that? It's amazing. calling him God, what was the last time you hardy-dortied somebody? Like, seriously, like, I think... Possibly seventh grade was the last time I thought I should hardy dordy this person. When when somebody laughs at me, like I don't consider it the height of witty retort yeah. to be like, <laughs> like <"Burka durker." laughs> I couldn't think of anything funny to say. Oh, I just a, made sound such at you. a clown. Hey, yeah. yeah. Who are you? Yeah, Who is sure. this guy? I swear to God, yeah, I don't you know. Better who hope you are, be man. Platforming. Tens of millions of views. Infowars. Bigger than Rush Limbaugh. One. He knows who. 
What's awesome? What's awesome is Rubio just rolled his eyes when they said Infowars. He just rolled his eyes at him. It's amazing. <laughs> Infowars is playing this joke over here. That's why the deplatforming didn't work. Oh, uh, he just so uh, what happened in the video is he reaches out and touches. He doesn't do anything violent, but he no. pats he pats Rubio on the ba- on the side to say what ha- that's what happened with the deplatforming, and he just tapped him. The security guard you can't hear it, but the security guard basically is like, "Don't put your fucking hands on the guy." Right. Here's here's the question. Here's a question. Hey, don't touch me again, man. I'm asking you not to touch me. Well, sure, I'm just bad at you nicely. I know, but I don't want to be. I don't. Are you, you want me to get arrested? I don't know who you are? It's not just going to take my first amendment. amendment, man. You're it's not just going to take, take my first amendment. Oh, oh, he'll beat me up. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, no, I am, but he's so mad. You're not going to silence me. You're not going to silence me. Well, but, but there are, but there are people. You are like you are literally like a little gangster thug. There are there are people in this country. Rubio just threatened to physically take care of me. Look at him. He's controlling the con. Like how he control. How Alex Jones can walk in and just control. Not only a senator in the United States, but a fucking entire gaggle of reporters. Yeah, he has this. I want to say, like, this is a master class in using the media system to promote his brand. Yeah, that's exactly all that he's doing right now. Like, and it's amazing. He doesn't have to believe any of this. And like Rubio has no answer. Yeah. Like Rubio has no answer for Alex Jones at all because he's. He's in an impossible position. He's got this yelling goofball buffoon who, if he doesn't engage, will just yell over the top of him. Yeah. Because he has no constraints around being polite or having real discourse or, you know, being a gentleman. None of that matters to him. So Rubio can't take the high ground. He can't ignore him. And he can't get in there and swing with him. And he can't have his people escort him away because that's taking his free right. speech away. There's all, he's in, he, he is backed into a right. corner that he literally can't get out of. He's stuck in this right. position that he has to deal with Alex Jones, but there's no way to deal with Alex Jones. Because right. Alex Jones has and, created yeah. this beautiful checkmate. Yeah. They, I mean, he, absolutely. This is absolutely checkmate. Yeah. This is checkmate. Yeah. And it's, it's, and you could see him just walk right up and Rubio's kind of trying to laugh it off. But Rubio can't laugh it off because now he's being physical with him and he's like, don't touch me. You can't put your hands on me. But like he spins that. Yeah. He even spins that comment. Uh Uh-huh. He spins that, changes it to Mark Rubio is going to beat me up. He threatened to beat me up in the very moment that it happens. Yeah. He changes the narrative in front of our eyes. I I admittedly, though, I don't think that Rubio should have said, I'll take care of it myself. I think that was a mistake. I think that was a very bad misplay on Rubio. I agree with you. What a, yeah. That was a stupid thing to say. He's got a, sec- he's literally got a security guard behind him. That's not your job to take care of anybody. Right. Like, yeah, you're a senator. There's a guy, the Secret Service is right behind you. He will not put his hand on you again. Right. That's not going to happen. So you just ignore it. Just be like, don't, you, yeah, know, I, you can I say, agree. don't touch him. But like, it's, but he's it's, hot. He's right, mad. He's hot about He's him. mad. I, and the thing is like, I want to give points where they're due. I actually think Rubio handles this better than I would have. Yeah. I am not. I agree. I, tell I, agree. You, I agree. I could not have done this. I would better. not have done. Yeah. I, would I not, know no, how I, I would have handled either. this. You're right. It would not have been yeah. better. No, I, I think, I think if he would have done that to me, I don't know. I don't know how I would have handled it, but there's this, there's a, there's an idea that it would be half of me is walking away and not even engaging the reporters anymore. The other half is me and him on the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like I, I don't know how else I could have handled it. And that's, that's the beauty is like Alex Jones can has, is so good at getting your blood up yeah, and making it look like his is, but retaining control. I want to give credit where it's due. He's good at it. Yeah. Cause like, as soon as you get somebody's blood up, they're stupid. Yeah. It's true. It's true. If if, if, if I get your blood up and I don't get my blood up, 
very likely that's not going to go well for you. Yeah, right? you're going to do this. And I thing. know that like as soon as my blood gets up, I'm a nightmare. I'm yeah. a, I'm just a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. My yeah. brain doesn't work. It doesn't, yeah. I'm just, I'm just all kinds of shitty. Like as soon as my hands get shaky, like it all turns yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. The blood has stopped doing the things it needs to do with the brain right. and started powering other things. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's, it's other systems are engaged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are people who Look at feel that. they're being, um, well, they are being Amendment. silenced. They feel like it tells you China's by, the problem, which it is, but they're taking our free Google, speech right now. Social, social media. So she's, she, somebody's trying to ask him a question right. and they can't because he, again, he's still, he's still talking. And the, and the part of this is, is that, you know, the guardian is there recording this and re the guardian is there putting this, this, this tape out there. He's standing right in front of the guardian. Like, right. so the person who's recording it for the guardian, if the, if, if I'm presuming that this is the guardian's video, right. They, he's he's basically controlling the narrative for whoever reads The Guardian because I can't understand what the woman's saying. No. All I can understand is what Alex Jones is this saying. Whole, this whole conversation is now Alex Jones. Yes. Media platforms, Facebook, there goes Rubio. Twitter. Do you believe that these, these platforms need to be regulated like a public utility and how do you go about doing that? Well, I prefer not to. I prefer competition to take care of that. But obviously we're going to watch closely to make sure that these tools that are being used, I mean, one thing is to say we're going to go after foreign interference designed to so and so. But it's already going on here. Another thing is to the say Democrats we're going to go after the Republicans. Because at some point someone the has to make a determination what's the difference between, you know. Yeah, yeah he did. He dropped it. Yeah. Misinformation from abroad and differences of opinion within the yeah, and that's happening here. Fine line, and that's something we need to be careful about. We don't overreach in that direction. But then he doesn't know about so Infowars being banned again. Again, yeah. About to the top news story in the country about how they, uh, not just how they how they apply that within the United States, Info but they don't become agents of authoritarian regimes abroad to crack down on free speech. Because I wonder why Rubio got so mad at me. And there's a, uh, there's a balance between huh? um, what is free speech and what people disagree on. Okay. Poor Rubio. Thank you guys. I'm sorry. We get it. Yeah, man. I got to go to the committee. Exactly. You guys can talk to this clown. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this little frat boy. So cool. Go back to your bathhouse. Compromise at the bathhouses. There goes Rubio, a little punk. Anyways, you gotta and love now people. He tries to, now he tries to hold a press conference yeah. himself. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, this party fails. Yeah. He stands where Rubio was standing. And he now he's gonna try to talk to the reporters, and they just walk and away. the reporters are just like, yeah. we're not, we're we're shutting this down. This is you're a so this is the last ten seconds of this. They're gonna do that. There goes Rubio, a little punk. Anyways, you gotta love people that come from authoritarian regimes, and then they don't even appreciate America. Yeah. They're just like that. There's no press conference now yeah. that the important people yeah, they are said, gone. You got to move because the right. cameras. You got to step yeah. to the side. They basically just get out of here. Go yeah. away. You're right. I think he's he's going to get a ton of publicity for this, yeah. and he's getting it. He's getting it on all these different channels. And Rubio, there's nothing he could do that would save him in this. There's nothing. You're no, right. he just got owned. He just got owned. It's but I think I think a lot of people would have got owned there. I think. Oh yeah. How do you fix that though? How do you not allow Alex Jones to come up and do that sort of thing? I do think you got to just move him along, get your yeah. security people to move him along. Cause then his whole thing is like his, his free speech argument, but he's had that argument a million times. Yeah. And nobody really cares about his free speech yeah. argument, except for the people that care already about his free speech argument. You just move him along. I'm sorry. You're not a journalist. This is for journalists. Yeah. That's what I, that's how I would handle it. Be like, where's your press credentials? Yeah. You know, and I, I, I had heard that he had gotten some, so I don't know if he has some for the white house or not. Or for Congress. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know either. But, but if, if know, he didn't, I'd be like, yeah. I'm not taking questions right yeah. now. You can wait your turn. Yeah. I will take your question when I call on your question. If you yeah. can't 
Like, I think that's the only way is it's to, to yeah, force decorum. Yeah. yeah, to Sarah Huckabee Sanders him. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Basically yeah. tell him, no, I'm going to- Control gonna, yeah. the structure yeah. of the narrative if yeah. you can't control the narrative itself, right? Yeah. Build a structure. He looks like a fool for overriding yeah, the top. because he doesn't understand how yeah. the structure and works. Then if he's the guy yelling in the museum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then if he won't do that, then I would, I, you know, you could turn to the rest of the reporters and say, if you guys would like, I'd be happy to have this conversation in a place where civil discourse is appreciated. Yeah. And you guys have my number. And then you go and have that conversation separately. Yeah. But I don't know that I could have done that. It's tough in the, in the, in moment, the moment. It's tough. Because you're being asked a question and then he just runs up. And that level of aggressive, overt disrespect would absolutely fire me up. Yeah. yeah. It would fire me up. Yeah. And then my brain would stop working. And then I would just dead. be like, we got to yeah. fight now. Yeah. I just know it. Yeah. You know, I'm no better. I'm worse. I know. And I, I'm not, and I yeah. would not say I, I agree with you. I'm the same way. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm just, I would be upset by someone doing that to me too. Yeah. You know, hecklers suck. Yeah. You know, hecklers suck. So, it, 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 but, but Alex Jones makes a great heckler. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons, but to thank our most recent patrons, which we will do next time. They didn't get uh, updated on yeah, the notes. So sorry so about that. We are not time, forgetting about you. Next time we will get you. So in two weeks, listen for your name. Uh, we want to thank everybody who donates to the show. Thank you so much Absolutely. for your generous donations. Thank you. I want to cover a little bit of email. Um, we get a bunch of requests to be on other shows. We got several this week. Um, and sometimes the shows will have um, no episodes or a episode or a couple episodes and they ask us to come on the show. We're more than happy to, to join people on their show and we do fulfill a lot of interview requests all the time. But one of the things that we we decided to do and we had an institute, institute this policy after we had gotten burned by someone yeah. who had uh, a podcast that they only had um, a couple episodes for and they asked us to read sort of an advertisement for their podcast and we did. And then they were kind of shitty about us reading it because I guess we didn't read it right. And then they, and they shut, then their they podcast sh- shut the podcast down the very next week. Right. So what we decided to do then was we were like, we, we're dedicated to this hobby. We do this hobby all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're dedicated to this hobby, we'll know you're dedicated after you've done it for a year or so. So if you've done it for a year and you've logged, you know, 50 episodes or so and you're, you know, you're, you're dedicated to the hobby, let us know, give us a message and we're, we're happy to come on. But, but if people are just starting out, um, we want to, we want to make sure that you're just as dedicated as we are before we go on the show. Right. We got a message from Sophia and Sophia sent us an image and, um, these are American style Japan, uh, mannequins in Japan. It says from a ifunny.com image. Now these are not, um, this is a, one of the images of, is of Gary. It's just, he's in a different pose. And, um, there's a family of mannequins that look very similar to Gary with all their They're mouths horror. open. Um, but we've seen many of these before, yeah. but we'll post it on this week's show notes just so you can see what the other mannequins look like. We got Gary in an auction, a single auction right. a long time ago, but we know that Gary has has other mannequins that look like him, which are just as terrifying. The little girl one is scary. Oh my shit. God, yeah. Tom, we got a message. Um, this one's from Jason. And he wants to talk to us about how he thinks that felons should maybe vote while they're in prison. Yeah, he says, why should you lose your right for representation if you're a felon? Granted, they may not be good people if guilty, but why would we want people put in jail and then unable to speak on the rules to put them there? Marijuana charge? Oh, look, marijuana legalization is on the ballot. Sorry, you can't vote on it. Enjoy more prison time. 
kind of removes the ability to speak to your government on whatever charges there may be. And it's absolutely taxation without representation. I think there's an interesting point that he makes, you know, like why that right? You know, they yeah. don't lose all of them. Yeah. You know, so why should they? I don't know. I need to think about that more. Jason, I think that's an interesting email. I appreciate it. I, yeah. I will think about yeah. that. <clears throat> I want to talk too about the prison episode. Um, one thing that we mentioned when we were talking, we were talking about Anders Brevik and yeah. a bunch oh, of yeah. people we got a messaged Thank us you. and said, he will never get out. Yeah. He's right. never going to get out because of the way they have their system there. They say it's 21 years, but it's not actually. They come up every five years for parole, but they don't ever foresee him exiting yeah. prison. Oh, we got a message. This is from Matt, and Matt sent us a video where he uh, he did a little mashup of the 1960 movie, 62 movie, The Manchurian Candidate, and uh, and he inserted uh, a favorite president of ours. It's very funny. There. It's actually really funny. So check it out. It's going to put it on this week's show notes. This is episode 433. We got an image. We got an image from Aaron this week, and it's of someone putting uh, two stickers, I think, way too close to each other to make a word that is hilarious. So check it out on this week's show notes. It is. Uh, it is four thirty-three. Oh, we also got an, a fucking. I, can I read this? Yeah, this is this a is fruit co- cocktail eggnog pie. Make it with Knox gelatin gourmet fruit cocktail. Your dairy's prepared eggnog and Betty Crocker homogenized pie crust mix. Oh, you're basically making a panna cotta out of the out of the eggnog, oh. Tom. You're turning, oh. you're taking the gelatin. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're making thickening it you're, out. You're, you're making yeah. you're basically you're basically making milk jello. And then you're putting that. That's what panna cotta and, is. Yeah. yeah. And eggnog, milk jello with fucking fruit cocktail in yeah. it. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine eating this. What set of there's, circumstances? There really is. I, you know, there's some things where people are like, yeah, man, we ate like these bug guts or whatever. And I'm just like, that's pretty gross. Like I would fucking chow down on bug guts over this. I, I would consider actual cannibalism before this. I think, is there a patron goal to get you to eat this? What would be the patron goal you think? How much do I have to eat? Yeah. I, yeah, that's the question. How a much? Bite? Yeah. A bite. Or a slice. Yeah. If you have to eat a whole slice of that, I would say if somebody were to donate $100,000 to Modest (laughs) Needs, I would eat that. I would eat that. But that would be $100,000 they would have to donate and prove it. That makes me feel like I, 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 it makes me feel sad just to look at. Cause I, all that shit from when you were a kid, like all those ugly, gross pies that all those moms Uh used to make. Like I was, I just wanted to slap all those moms when I was a kid. They would turn up the grossest shit on those fucking potluck tables where they just, where they take like bananas and put it in jello though or something like that. And you're just like, that's disgusting. And then they're like, they, yeah, it's like a jello mold that I dumped a bunch of fruit in. And- jello, people did the craziest shit with jello. Yeah. My, I used to get, I, I had a babysitter family that watched us and the mom would make the jello and use half the water so that it was twice as dense. You like throw that against the wall. It was it's like, like one of those grabby hands. Building materials. <laughs> it's like one like, of those grabby yeah, statue yeah. grabby hands. It's, you're not really wrong. Yeah. It was like dense and like really, 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 yeah. really chewy. Yeah. And like fucking weird tasting. And it was like the sugar free. So it had that like bitter this artificial flavor. So bad, dude. It was holy a shit. nightmare. An absolute yeah. nightmare. She made it all up. The time she's probably making it right now. <laughs> you know, what, Lori, stop making that. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because 
you know, you get the worst shit at potlucks and I've, I've seen some, some stuff at, you know, other potlucks that I've been to and I'm not going to say where, but like, I've been to some potlucks that where, where the stuff gets put on there and it's like hot dogs that somebody like stuffed pasta through <laughs> and, or they have like, like some nest pasta through. <laughs> yeah. I stuck a ZD through it. <laughs> have you ever seen huh. that? There's an image no, of it. What? <laughs> Why would you do what that? Why would you do that with your food? Why would you do that? Why would you do that with your food? Why would you do that with your food? There's no reason to ever do that with your food. It's the grossest. That looks more appetizing. That looks disgusting. I'm gonna put a picture on this week's show notes. It's called silly spaghetti and hot dogs. It is so disgusting looking. We got a message from Dan, and Dan didn't want to let us know that that McCain was for a fence not a wall in 2008. And that is true. He was for offense. I do vaguely remember that. But he was also for, you know, like I think that he had to pick up that line of the party though. And they were anti-immigration at the time. He was also for um, amnesty. Like we said, you know, like like his position vacillated throughout his career. We got a message from Ivan. Uh, Ivan, thank you for becoming a patron, by the way. And he asked if uh, I did find a job after losing my other job. I did not actually lose my other job. I was saved at the last minute by a uh, budget. Pictures <laughs> of your bus. bus yeah. yeah, budget. Budget saved me. <laughs> um, also, being someone who they can't lose because I do too much stuff is another thing, reason why they couldn't lose now, me. I told you I wasn't going to so, fire you. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have my job, although... Um, higher ed itself is in a precarious position over the next couple of years. There's no guarantees that I'll have my job in a couple of years anyway, because higher ed is in a major state of flux right now. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we are going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.